0: Welcome, I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still knee-deep in tech, and this is episode 27, recorded on the 7th of December 2017. Lots of 7s. Lots of 7s, indeed. Um, and I was just trying to make a segue over to Windows 7 and what's happened, but <laughs> well, it turns out that Windows 7 is gone.
1: No, it's still like two years left for Windows 7.
0: Yes, and you can also say that it's gone. I mean, if yep. it's even gone from my parents' computer, then it is very much gone.
1: But it it's it still run on more than half the world's PCs. I know. Even though we have 600 million Windows 10 devices active each month
0: now. 600 million? Mm-hmm. Yep. That is a pretty staggering number.
1: Yep, and they are still going for their goal at 1 billion devices end of this fiscal year for Microsoft. So june 2018 they are supposed to have one billion devices
0: holy crap that's 400 more maybe. yeah
1: so they won't make it obviously <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> right uh, they right. they had counted on a bit uh, a few phones as well
0: oh the phones
1: and my phone burned up so that's half of the remaining ones
0: oh since your your phone was actually half of the remi- yeah, remaining yeah phone. exactly okay. yep oh dear
1: and I just saw something. I'm really sorry to have this, but Motorola is offering a limited edition Star Wars Moto-style shell. Did I hear Android? Yeah, I actually tweeted that yesterday. Okay. I'm sick and tired of my freaking iPhone.
0: <laughs>
1: so the hashtag is forced to go Android.
0: Yep, I'll. I will be very much looking forward to hearing <laughs> your opinions on i uh, on 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 uh, Android.
1: It will be as crappy as the iPhone.
0: Well, the thing I can get a
1: Windows shell.
0: You can get a Windows shell, and if you manage to tweak the darn thing in a way that you find acceptable, I I think you're pretty pretty much okay. But the fragmentation of the Android infrastructure and yeah, that's that's horrible. It is. It's just insane. Not even every new phone is shipping with the latest and greatest uh, operating system. What's wrong with that? Ask Google. Yeah. Or no. Or no. Maybe Bing knows. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. Unlikely. Well, uh, let's crack on with the show. Um, apparently, there was a um, small announcement yesterday.
1: Just Not yesterday.
0: I saw it yesterday.
1: You saw it yesterday. Okay. Yeah, it, it's time zones, you know.
0: Oh, okay. I'm getting old. That's what you're saying. Yep. All right.
1: Finally, Windows on ARM. Yep. Or as Microsoft calls it, always connected PCs. So at the Qualcomm something with Snapdragon events, yada yada, in... uh, Was it Taiwan? Taipei.
0: Taipei, yeah. Yeah. Taiwan.
1: They announced always-connected PCs. So ARM-based Windows 10 PCs that are supposed to be running x86 Windows apps without any problems. And apparently they are creating a new way or or a new culture of work because they can offer up to 22 hours of battery life on one charge
0: 22 hours battery life
1: yeah and 30 days of standby
0: okay so you
1: that's a nokia phone
0: for you yeah pretty much so you don't have to lug around a charger pretty much.
1: Exactly. And ter- Terry Myerson, and he's a bit biased in this of course. You think? Uh, actually stated that he had gone an entire week without charging his machine. Depending on what you do of course. Yeah. Yep. So they are based on today the Snapdragon 835 chipset and have gigabit 4G connections, LTE connections and are Always on, So it's basically the same experience as you would get from a phone, but in a laptop shell, and you're able to run your x86 apps on it.
0: And it's supposed to be viewed as a, a computer with a Snapdragon CPU and not a phone with a big-ass yeah. screen.
1: Yeah, and that that's actually a very good point. It's a computer running on a phone chip. It's not a phone running on, like believing it's a computer all
0: right but the 835 is it's it's getting pretty long in the tooth it's been out there for a while (laughs)
1: they released the 845 yesterday as well (laughs)
0: oh there you go
1: (laughs) but obviously they will upgrade it Uh, it's it's hard to base something on a chip that that isn't released yet yes and they haven't had to test it on something
0: but I saw a price tag of around 800 bucks for a computer with 256 gigabyte disk. Yeah, we'll see And 8 yep. gigs of RAM.
1: Yeah, so um, we, we they released two different options yesterday. Okay. So one from Asus, Yeah. which has either... Uh, it runs Windows 10 S, of course, uh, which in a way is a bit stupid. I have to look into that because then you... Even you can't run x86 apps on <laughs> Windows 10s, anyways. Be my point. Yep. Uh, so you get four or eight gigs of RAM, sixty-four to fifty-six gigs of storage. It's a the Asus one is a thirteen-inch full HD screen with ink support. Uh, it's a
0: flip around, Transform- yeah, transformer.
1: And apparently, yeah, like you said, the four gigs of RAM and sixty-four gigs of storage will. It Four ninety nine or five ninety nine. okay. And the higher spec one, seven ninety nine dollars, US dollars. Yeah. And the HP one, and th- this is it, the most exciting thing of all. Uh, it the the HP one, it's six point nine millimeters thick. Wow, six point nine millimeters. That's the side thickness of your screen. Pretty much and zero s- point s- uh, seven kilos wow that's an iPad that is an ipad and but this is a twelve point three inch screen, fanless snapdragon, four gigs of uh, memory running windows ten s
0: yes uh, so h- how do you break out of the windows ten s and run x86 software on it yeah
1: you, you are able to do that on a regular, like if you buy a Surface laptop, you get the free upgrade to Pro.
0: Okay, so the keyword here is free upgrade. Yeah,
1: so you probably will be able to get the free upgrade for this as well. I have to read up on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you should be able to upgrade it to Pro and then it should run everything.
0: So where do you envision this kind of machine um, joining the fray? I mean, are we going to see everyone and their mother running one of these, or is it a special kind of people are are going to use that kind of computer? We'll see,
1: because I received a tweet yesterday from, from a guy uh, that said that he has never seen the kind of work culture that Microsoft are aiming for with this kind of device, because currently many organizations do not have the culture of working from home even though that that's what you want to emphasize that you could do, mm-hmm. but many don't. Um, you have to have some kind of infrastructure behind this to be able to run your legacy apps because that that's the main point with these, as I see it. They shouldn't be just a Chromebook equivalent. Okay. You need, from my view... If they can't run x86 apps, they are why why should I care?
0: They're pretty much dead in the water.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you get plenty of battery life, you get the, the always connected. Sure, state. but that,
0: that I've got that on on an iPad too, pretty yeah,
1: much. Yeah, exactly. So, in from my point of view, these are highly sophisticated thin clients mm-hmm. with ages of battery life, but you're able to do the things you're used to do with them. Because looking at these and going back f- three years, my Surface RT mm-hmm. had sixteen hours of battery life, mm-hmm. and that that's ages ago. Yep. So in th- that perspective, it's nothing new. What kind the,
0: of CPU was that? Um, good so,
1: question. The, the Nvidia. Oh if yeah, I yeah, yeah. The right. Tegra. The,
0: the Tegra. Yeah.
1: And that run run well, mm. but you couldn't run anything other than. RT apps. Yeah. These yep. store apps. Uh which I guess you will be able you, you need to be able to run anything other than store apps on these. Mm-hmm. Then again, many of the people that are that they are aiming for with this could probably work with only store apps and office and web apps.
0: Most likely.
1: Yeah. And and I would love one of these to have as a as a, pri- a front end primary machine and then be able to dig up my entire workstation from backpack if I needed to. But I could probably be just fine with one of these. Like from a travel perspective, great.
0: Yeah, I I was just about to say travel and presenter perspective. If I am able to use my presenter tools on it, then it's very, very interesting. But power-wise, I mean, I know my way around the Intel and the... um, AMD CPU is pretty well. But how the heck can I translate what a Snapdragon 835 can do as opposed to an Intel, say, i3 or i5 or i7? It's hard to compare, to It is, but yeah. still the, it, the, the the question com- needs yeah. to be
1: answered. The comparisons they have done shows that it, it's equivalent to a very low-end i3. Or like the they, they still have the... Um, the M's? No, the the other ones, the Pentium or Centrino thingies. Oh dear. So it, it's really low spec, but they have been improving that. They are improving it all the time. Mm-hmm. They were able to run Photoshop on one of these at when they announced it one year ago at WinHack. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to work quite well on it at some point. I guess it has a lot to do with how the application is optimized for it. Right. And by optimized, uh, it's not that you need to create a new kind of app to be able to run it on ARM, but you may need to optimize what yeah, you use yeah. in terms of can you leverage the GPU a lot more than the CPU, yep, and so on. So well, it's it's really interesting. I actually am a bit surprised of the price tag.
0: It's it not, sounds high.
1: Yeah, but in a way, it's not that high. You get a like kind of premium device but i i would have guessed that they would match it how much is a like high high spec ipad 599 yeah for the and what stores well, then, then
0: you have the ipad pro
1: yeah which is probably a better um, comparison
0: let's see apple store is because without uh, wha- wha- without
1: the ability to run x86 apps, yes. why should I buy one of these and not uh and instead of an iPad true.
0: Pro? And I just need to ask you, you you said very high spec 4G. Do you have stuff like Wi-Fi and yep. the basics? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you get everything in the chipset. All right. So which is also very very nice. Yep. Let's see yep. Wi-Fi,
1: 4G LTE two. So no problem. With oh that. dear.
0: The 13 inch is 799
1: yeah and that that's the equivalent of the HP then and without having tested it like i I haven't used the office apps on an iPad pro mm-hmm. but they are probably fairly good
0: I have and they're they're excellent
1: yeah and they are optimized for the experience yes. for the CPU yes. everything so it would be interesting to compare the work experience of an iPad pro compared to one of these. Mm. It's a matter of taste, of course, and you are able to do some things better with this. You will be able to do some things better with the iPad Pro. But if you can get this with x86 apps... That's going to be a game changer, definitely. Yep. And you and, and, uh, should be.
0: Then, then again, it's what we're seeing now is the the first trickle of stuff. Yeah. Just in a couple of months, we're going to see machines costing half this. Probably. And most likely the price will simply keep dropping since the Snapdragons are way, way cheaper to, to produce. Yeah. I'd really like to talk to a developer and hear if how difficult or how different, one should say, is it to create stuff for ARM than it is for x86. Actually,
1: probably no, no difference at all.
0: From a Windows perspective. Since you use Visual Studio and Visual Studio will compile it for the... the Yeah,
1: probably. ...target. Oh, okay. But they actually do not mention anything about x86 apps. I need to look into reviews of it and see what you can do with it. If you are able to upgrade it from Windows 10 S, which you really should be.
0: I'm a bit surprised that...
1: Because that that was one of the unique selling points of it.
0: Uh, Universal Windows app will be available to compile for ARM directly, but x86 will run an emulation. Yeah, and th- that's that's fair. Yes that's and no. They, yeah, but that's what they always said.
1: True. The question
0: is, what does emulation really mean in that case? Yeah, and
1: th- that's the thing that Intel threatened Microsoft to do. Like, if you do this, we will sue sue you.
0: Oh, dear. That's why so they So that's want still to s- on. Yeah, But okay. they are
1: also... Uh, Ars Technica are saying that the always-connected Windows PCs isn't only ARM. You will be able to do that with Intel chipsets as well. Okay. Yep. Uh, the new Intel stuff have, this, have the same the the equivalent functions, and also the Ryzen AMD one. Oh. But then again, you won't get the same kind of performance, probably.
0: No, 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 no. True, true. You remember what we talked about last week? The uh, Surface Book having the GPU in the... Um, Lower part, so to speak. Yeah, in the
1: um, yeah, I I found something about that. That's actually existed prior previously as well. Really? Yeah, like we talked about with the different GPUs. No, uh, the are the different CPUs. The CPUs. Yeah, exactly. I I've saw uh, the old Macs, and the new MacBook runs exactly <laughs> that. The the touchpad of the iPads. Yeah, I, uh, um, but no. <laughs> it's it's basically I, I, under- yes, I understand i understand the ha- difference yes you have an, uh,
0: another a yeah. something cpu but switching on the fly between um an arm cpu yep. and an, an x86 cpu that would be interesting
1: yep but i think i s- heard something about it i need to look into that again but they they had the discussion on windows weekly that same week oh okay um so it's not common but i believe they actually have uh something like, like that
0: yeah, but it's going to be very interesting to see what Intel will do. I mean, Intel is one of the most powerful companies yep. out there. Yep. And, well, Qualcomm's not very small either, but they are not Intel. Exactly.
1: And th- they actually say here, uh, the machine will come with Windows 10 pre-installed and will only run applications from Microsoft Windows Store. Microsoft, it's it's actually Microsoft Store now, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but then that's not a part of the ARM platform. That's a part of Windows 10 S. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to look into this. I, I guess you will be able to find reviews somewhere.
0: Sure. And of course, the question is how many people have been able to put this thing to a serious test?
1: A few. They they have leaked a couple of reviews previously. where That's where you can find the comparison when it comes to performance. Oh, right, right but
0: any idea when these uh, puppies will be available yep uh,
1: they said that they actually will try to get them out this year okay so when will you be able to get your hands on
0: one you're going to need one uh, yeah of course yeah
1: my wife will <laughs> need one <laughs> probably they they somewhere in the article I can't find it now they they said that they will do everything they possibly can to get it out this year
0: which is pretty impressive i mean Christmas shopping is already through the roof and they're they're very much behind the curve on this one.
1: Yep. Yep. It could be that they actually they they had to wait for the Qualcomm conference. They wanted to release it there. So they may have lots of stuff piled up somewhere and we'll be able to get it out prior to Christmas, even though they've missed
0: a couple of weeks. Sure. Might be interesting. Yep. And I mean it's it's an interesting new toy. Let's just see if it's very interesting or just interesting. Yep. All right. What is even more interesting is that when it rains, it kind of when, when it when it rains, it pours pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for the the re- last few days, I've been receiving confirmations uh, galore.
1: Yeah, you're popular.
0: I am popular Apparently for some reason. Apparently, you're
1: doing doing something good.
0: Oh no, that's that was the first. <laughs> well, uh I'll be going to Vienna, which I've talked about earlier in January, January 19th. Yep. And in later in January, the the 30th of January to 2nd of February, there will be Nordic Infrastructure Conference in Oslo. Yep. Where I will be presenting two sessions, one on best practices and one on the Azure SQL database and i think you well,
1: i got confirmation for one session right the session i delivered at the citrix user group in london dublin so i'll talk about the citrix and microsoft partnership and how you can leverage the products from either the citrix first direction or the microsoft first direction and then complement with the other
0: Yep. cool yeah um and they probably want to have you do a second yeah session as that well. that's
1: not done yet I I I wait you're working see. on it
0: yeah and I am going to Iceland you are that's I super am cool going. it is very super cold and cold I mean, and cold yeah especially since it's March ten
1: I wonder how the the weather is on Iceland in Mars
0: I have no idea the question in my mind is since there are a few volcanoes. Uh, considering erupting. (laughs) So I hope they refrain from doing this for a while.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean last time.
1: Would you rather have done the the talk and be stuck on Iceland for three weeks or not being able to do the talk? Uh,
0: Considering the insane cost of living and that you wouldn't believe what the hotel's cost you simply would not believe I tried to find um, a flight yesterday the flight to and from is 650 Swedish Krona (coughs) it is dirt cheap but this is compensated by two nights at a basic hotel 3500 Swedish Krona Uh,
1: you really need to have a reality check you're still in the capital of a country that's not much. Yeah,
0: the country that has how many inhabitants? 200,000.
1: Anyways. Come on. That, it's the seriously. The thing is,
0: if I want to have anything cheaper, I am going to find myself in a, I was about to say shared bed, but it's not that <laughs> bad. It is a bed in a room with other beds. Bank room, pretty much. Yep. Hmm. Um, yeah, and but now
1: we're into the hotel pod. So yes, travel pod. So Pretty let's much. let's see no, so, that. so so
0: that's what I'll be doing. And of course, we have um, sent in quite a few um, yep. sessions for Techorama in May. Yeah, we. That's gonna be interesting to see yeah. if, if they uh, catch on too. Yep, stuff is happening. Yep, that's great.
1: Yep. Um. So what else has been going on in the world?
0: Oh yes. Oh. Uh, just yesterday, there was a very, very uh, quiet, I wouldn't say even announcement, it was just suddenly there. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that has been a bit of an issue with Power BI and sharing, there are several ways of sharing your data with Power BI, yep. and there is something called uh, Power BI sharing, uh, basic Power BI sharing, meaning yep. that you just share a report out on the web just to Anyone and everyone. Yep. The thing is, you couldn't control who was able to do this. Either everyone could share stuff mm. or no one could share stuff. That's a bit of a security nightmare. Yeah, kind of. But yesterday, one guy at uh, Twitter realized that, wait a minute, this has been changed. Hmm. So now this is possible to control via a security group. Great. And you can also do it... The other way around everybody is allowed to do this except people in this security group yep so that's a a very very small change with a very very big impact Mm. so that's very nice this is kind of
1: new was released of course we got some new things in intune sure we did um so everything from we have now A new troubleshoot workspace for enrollment issues. We can have uh, group assigned enrollment restrictions. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We can... New stuff with Android for work. We have... Actually, a really neat thing. You can remotely restart an iOS device. Hello. Yeah. Like, from a point-of-sale perspective, that's wonderful. Yes. So, that will be really interesting to see what we can do with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you can remotely lock Wind Mac, OS devices.
0: That's new. That's also very interesting. And
1: they started to roll out the Jamf Intune integrations. Oh, which is super nice. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. And we also have the 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 re, uh, uh, reset. When resetting a new Windows 10 device, a 1709 device from Intune, you're able to force it to reset and retain data remotely. Okay. So you can do a reset remotely and retain your files and retain uh, your user uh, user profile, the user accounts, domain join, MDM enrollment, but you remove um, user-installed apps and so on.
0: Wow. Yep. This is actually starting to be very
1: useful. Yep. And they actually also integrated, and this is something I really like and something I would love to have in Config Manager and so on. You are able, when you do troubleshooting Uh on a Windows 10 Intune managed device, you are able to see what update ring um, are this device assigned to. Yep. Which is something really nice. So you can see if you're early or late in in the rollout, Mm -hmm. what's happened to it. Yep, yep. Uh, and some ATP stuff, some application stuff, uh, they're getting there. There are some really f- small changes, but that will make a l- lot of difference and some really big ones. And the Jamf the integration will be just superb.
0: Yes, I, I can really much imagine that. I just realized that the Project Honolulu has been updated. Hooray! Yes, the 17.11 new features have been released. Yep. I saw the, the tweet just a few hours ago. That's that's also going to be very interesting. Yep. Remote desktop, yes, remote PowerShell and PowerShell and client management and oh, client management yes. as well.
1: So how does the client management thing work? What oh, I just realized that
0: this was uh, actually released first of December. December first, we we're getting behind the curve here.
1: Yeah, but we have I've been out traveling.
0: Yes. Um. So so why? lots you lots of
1: work attended and spoke at the sequel use group in stockholm i
0: did you did i did indeed uh surprisingly enough there was a lot of people i think yep. there was about 30 in in the audience that's great and the whole event was streamed kind of Weirdly streamed since this <laughs> th- the sound was streamed through a, a phone, and then we had a, a webcam. That sounds yes yeah. wonderful. and screen sharing. It it was simultaneously uh, sent to Vanamo and Gothenburg. Yep. So a couple of more people there. Some very very well thought out ideas and and questions from the audience. It was great fun. Everybody was happy. Yeah. Wonderful. And that's one of the best things I know. Just attending a user group and talking to people. Yeah.
1: And where people actually are interested, asking questions. Yes. And get to go from the user group with new knowledge and new contacts.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I learn something new every time I speak. Yep. And the, in this case, I got a question that I couldn't answer since I didn't Entirely understand the question. Yep. And I realized that, hmm, I need to look this up. The funny thing is that Michael Wiedham, one of the, or the organizer for the sequence editor, Gothenburg, he piped up via the, the phone and said, well, it works like this. Yep. So everybody was kind of happy with that answer. And uh, I can't wait to get back. Yeah.
1: And that's actually one of my expectations every time I do a course, a presentation, mm. that I will get a question that I can't answer. Mm. Because then I will learn something as well. Yes. Or get a new perspective on things. Sure thing. So that's... And people are looking at... When I say that, because I, I always start with what are my expectations. Mm-hmm. And people are looking at me when I say, I, I need to get a question I can't answer. Sure. And why? But that, that's the reason why we're there. To have a discussion. Definitely. And I'm not supposed to know everything. Because no? every single organization I, I speak at are different and we can benefit from the discussion even though i won't be able to answer everything
0: no and then there's the the whole point of the the role might be even more interesting than the the goal yeah and i mean if if we can start a discussion that kind of moves away from where we were going to begin with and it turns out that this is a more rewarding discussion than the yep the answer we try to find in the in the first place yep so, what th- might be the name of this uh, uh, this episode? New new Discoveries. <laughs> new Discoveries. That
1: could be a Star Trek thingy. I
0: know. Star yeah. Trek Discover is is running now. A, a new series. Yep. I wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't.
1: I watched a bit of Voyager at the time. Did you now? Yeah, yeah, I did. Voyager was great. Captain Janeway and stuff.
0: Captain Janeway is badass. Yep. And of course, my favorite the doctor. Yep. He's wonderful. He is. All right. (laughs) And on that. (laughs) I think it's time to end the show and uh, well, we will be back next week. Yep. We will. We will. See you then. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.